Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic University podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Canton III, playing a little bit under the weather, but we had to be here. This is an emergency recording as we found out some news about Deadpool 3. But first, before we get to that news, Jake Christie's in the house. The super producer is here. Jake, how are you? I'm doing well. Uh, Excited for yet another emergency podcast. Oh, my goodness. Oh. It's funny. So I was I was scrolling the timeline earlier today and I saw one of those websites and it, 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 I can't I think it was the direct. Yeah, the direct had posted, oh, Deadpool three with Wolverine. And I'm like, wait a minute. Is this a joke account? It's a joke. This has to be a joke. It's a joke account. So then I, I went to Ryan Reynolds's uh, timeline and saw the video. And lo and behold, guys, September 6th, 2024. We have Deadpool 3, Ryan Reynolds back in the fold, in the MCU now, and Hugh Jackman. Hugh! Hugh! My goodness gracious, Jake! I'll, I'll, I'll give my thoughts in a second, but what, what were you thinking when you saw this? Because this came out of nowhere. Yeah, I was watching the video, because I didn't see the headline first, I saw the video, and Ryan Reynolds was talking about how they didn't have any ideas. And I'm like, okay, where's the turn where this becomes something silly? Um, is this going to be a Mint Mobile ad in disguise? You know, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And then when Hugh Jackman showed up and it's like, do you want to play Wolverine again? I'm like, my immediate thought was, oh, that's cute. He got him just to do a bit to say no. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, that's fun. They're friends. And then when the answer was sure, I was like, Oh, this this is exactly what it kind of needs to be. Not that they couldn't have done a Deadpool three without something like this, but I think that what it shows to me is a decision to lean into the messiness that is the absurdity of moving a character from one universe to another merely because of a corporate merger. And I think that having Wolverine in it with Hugh Jackman just highlights that that's what the movie's going to be about. It's not they're not going to pretend like Deadpool always existed in the MCU. We can get into uh, some of the some of the other stuff in a bit, but I just the general reaction I would say is like this is this is awesome, this is tremendous to hear. Hugh Jackman, who ended his war or who we thought at the time ended his Wolverine run in Logan uh, a few years ago, and I know there's there was a few of those on the timeline today where you know, well, damn. He should have ended it. He he went out. It's like it's almost like the Jordan argument retiring um, in 1998 and then coming back with the with the the Wizards in 01. Well, to me, like, nah. This, if if you're gonna get more, you're gonna get more in this manner. It's perfect. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no reason not to if the man is gonna come back, especially if if we're leaning into it, like you said, with Deadpool three being. Basically, probably, I'm sure, going to be a, a rip-roaring comedy in a lot of different ways. They actually have a few different types of storylines that they could do, mm-hmm. I, I think, in my opinion. So I think generally I'm I'm incredibly excited. This is going to be a lot of fun, mm-hmm. I, I think. And mm-hmm. as long as they keep those same, those same uh, principles that Deadpool has operated on, then I think it should be fine with no problem. Uh, I'm, I'm very excited. Yeah. I think that you the thing about Deadpool 2 and I say Deadpool Deadpool comma 2 not Deadpool 2 is that 
I would you could make the argument that like the Guardians of the Galaxy are probably the most in the MCU the most auteur driven franchises and like it's very much James Gunn's vision. The thing about Deadpool is that even though that the three movies will end up having three different directors, I would say that among superheroes, it has one of the most strong voices behind it in that Ryan Reynolds really is incredibly hands-on with the character. And that while I think that it is successful and unsuccessful in varying degrees, um, I think the fact that he has such a clear idea of what the character is Mm -hmm. makes me confident in his ability to uh, manage this high wire act because there is no... Like, this doesn't feel like a decision because they're like, oh, shit, we need something to happen in Deadpool 3. It feels like a decision that, like someone pointed out, like, it is kind of the culmination of the whole bit of the Deadpool movies where Deadpool's constantly referencing Wolverine, constantly referencing this and the other. And so I think that I'm not worried that they're going to do it in a way that's outside of Deadpool's voice because unlike these other projects where different franchises will go from director to director, the voice of Deadpool is Ryan Reynolds. Take it or leave it. It's once again, it's very divisive, but like mm. no one, no one can say that like Ryan Reynolds is not doing Deadpool movies for the paychecks. Oh, although he gets paid a lot. He clearly mm-hmm. loves this character. Yes. And so I just have faith that whatever it will be, it will be true to the way the character would be. And also, once again, you really can't break the rules with Deadpool because that's his whole vibe. He breaks the rules all the time. This is, he's a bad boy. Exactly. And by the way, to all you nerds out there. Just like, well, you know, we want a new Wolverine and stuff. Don't worry, you're probably gonna get one. This, um, this no, is you're what gonna the get multi- a new one. This is the multiverse saga. Remember that. We're right. Remember, mm-hmm. 2024. We ain't getting Secret Wars to the following year, so you can actually streamline this and tell a multiverse kind of story here with with this version of Wolverine and send Hugh packing uh, when he shows up in Secret Wars. And yes, right. I said, I think he's going to show up in Secret Wars because I think so, everybody in their mama showing up in Secret Wars. So can I ask you a question? And this yeah, is not too early for this, but the yeah, fact of the matter is by the time this comes out, people will see Twitter reactions. You're mostly yes. excited about this because Logan was already washed in Logan and this is years later. Like you're, you you can't be, that's why you're excited. Unbelievable. This is the hashtag washed agenda Wolverine. I cannot believe it. So we're not even it's one of the most watched movies ever made. It is it, like it is a movie about a man being watched. Yes. Yes. That's why it's why it's great. It's like I I have this, I'm envisioning it right now, Jake. As Wolverine and Deadpool, Deadpool goes to Wolverine, something along the lines of, hey, you want to go for one last ride? That's all, that's all you need. That's all you need. <laughs> Oh, Anthony, he's going to, if if you hit the lottery, you're going to start a cable channel that's just called One Last Ride, or just movies about One Last Rides. Why do you think I love old man Logan, the the books, man? Because it's just like, yo, this man is cooked. So, like, they ain't got it. I mean, obviously, they'll probably, they won't have him with the gray hair and stuff like that. But I could just imagine, I could just see all the old wash jokes. Oh, my God, I can't wait. Can't wait. Mm. Oh, yes. I think because you know Deadpool is going to be making a bunch of quippy pop culture one-liners, and Logan is going to be like, "I don't understand. What, what are you? What else? What are you talking about? I don't get yes. this." Yes, yes. Oh my goodness! It reminds me of um, a not so uh, like I thought that the last Shaft that Sam Jackson did was mm. a very was a very good bad movie because there were so many pop culture references in it that in it that um. Shaft was trying to understand and he couldn't. Mm-hmm. It was just it was just a lot of good stuff there. So See, I, I, I figured when you watch that, 
I figured when you watched that, you didn't relate to the Sam Jackson character. You more related to the Richard Roundtree character. That was the right level of watching. Oh, this. no, when he shows up, that's like, yo, that's classic right there. So that's classic <laughs> watch gender right there. <laughs> For sure, but yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah this is gonna your, be your your moment of you, you know when people talk about the first moment they saw themselves on screen. It was the exact moment where Danny Glover says, "I'm getting too old for this shit." Unbelievable! It's like one of the all time one of the all time moments, and it's amazing. Like you can mm-hmm. find this is the thing. As I've grown in this wa- in this washed agenda and kind of put the handbook together a little bit in my mind, mm-hmm. is that you can you can find this anywhere. You can find this everywhere. Okay. Mm-hmm, you can. All right, let's get back to the discussion because this yes. is already. But but frankly, there yes. are podcasts that are serious. If you want to, you know, <laughs> absolutely. No, I, no. I mean, like again, like the when when there was a lot of rumors that Feige and Marvel cannot use these previous X Men characters till twenty twenty five or something. That was the rumor before. Clearly, mm-hmm. that's not the case. And like I said, you now that you have the option to use Jackman here, they, it only makes sense to use him in the biggest movie that you're going to do. So, yeah. And, and and I think the thing is, I think that um, Jackman probably wouldn't do it if it wasn't Ryan Reynolds, because like they're legitimate friends and yeah. like he does it. I think that people and I see this a lot in discussions that obviously, yes, money moves everything in the world, but. Mm. With movie stars, I think people really mis 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 almost misunderestimate like I'm George W. Bush. People mm-hmm. underestimate how big of egos these people have, and also like they just people do not want to do stuff they don't want to do. No matter like, you, the, if you Jackman did not want to play Wolverine again, there really is not an amount of money that he would do it for. You know what I mean? Because he's fine. He he can the Greatest Showman made like three hundred million dollars. Like he's fine. Um, right. And so like I think that the situation has to be right. And so it is, I don't think it is as simple as like Kevin Feige paid him $25 trillion to be in it. I really think that if the, whether it's good or not, if the script wasn't something that he wanted to do, he wouldn't do it. Cause once again, also because Hollywood is not like Disney's paying out a lot of money, but Disney's not paying out like, you know, $50 million to be in a movie. You know what I mean? Right. Like they're actually, if there, if there is a number that Hugh Jackman would play Wolverine forever for Disney's not going to pay that, you know, <laughs> they're, not, like, right. they're not that, you know, right. loaded. Yeah, and and again, I, I can't stress this enough. Trust me, you're gonna get a brand new X Men. You're it's gonna be mm-hmm. completely new. The different characters, different story. I think this is kind of like a perfect offshoot, continuing the bit, like Jake said. And what can you say? Uh, Hugh Jackman is back. Hugh Jackman in the MCU. Who could have Who could have thunk that this would have happened? But I mean, I saw some dude say um, online. That if if Hugh Jackman and this was about a year ago, if Hugh Jackman goes to the MCU, yes, I'll eat, I'll eat I'll eat a tire. So I guess uh, no, no, no. He said an Escalade tire. An Escalade tire. <laughs> oh well, goddamn. Well, you know, he better get some barbecue sauce for that joint because it's about to be time to eat it. But but yeah, so now 2024 in terms of movies is very interesting. You got Captain America: a New World Order in May. You got the uh, Thunderbolts in July. Now you have. Deadpool 3 in September and Fantastic Four in November. It's a nice a shipping up to be a nice year for the MCU mm-hmm. and the movie side. So, yeah, yeah we, just, we just wanted to come on real quick and and just share our excitement for this announcement because it literally came out of nowhere. Like, I think mm-hmm. one of the things with Deadpool 3 is that we knew that there was a script. We knew that there was a script and Ryan Reynolds mm-hmm. was working on it, but 
We just hadn't heard yeah. anything about a date or anything like that. So to get this, yeah. I think for any old school fan and any kind of like new school fan who likes Wolverine and likes Deadpool just generally, the, I, I'm looking forward to it. It should be a lot of fun. Mm. Any final yeah. thoughts, Jay? Yeah, I, I think I just have faith this movie will be solid at the very least. If only because like uh, Ryan Reynolds you know, was working with Sean Levy who did Free Guy and the Adam Project. One movie I think is actually almost great and one I think is completely forgettable. Uh, but <laughs> they have clearly a working relationship and the movie's going to be on rails in a way that I think gives Kevin Feige a lot of confidence. Why I don't think there's going to be a lot of meddling uh, in it. I guess I hope. Um, because when they, they have a proven track record, and like I said, it's not like a situation where, like this movie, movie feels a lot different than a lot of MCU movies, where a lot of MCU movies feel like they've been being developed for three years, and then they hire a director. Whereas this, since Ryan Reynolds is the nucleus of it, that it feels like it's being developed as a team, as it's as a whole project. It's not being incubated, and then they're picking, throwing a rock, and hitting any director to hire. You know, right? This ain't like the like the Sony situation with. Where, 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 what you call it, it'll be something completely different. Now that, that Deadpool's in the fold, now you can have a lot more fun with this and we'll see what they cook up in the meantime. We got a little time to wait, but it should be a lot of fun. Uh, this has been fun. And we, we don't need to do follows. Besides, no. I just want to just want to plug the, not only follow the show at MC University Pod, but uh, follow our Patreon. Uh, right after this, we're about to record a mailbag segment for the patreon so patreon.com slash mc university pod where you could check out our bonus content and get into the discord and it's a lot of fun having these conversations uh, as we did when this news broke and uh, we'll be back later this week for episode seven of she hulk and we are not far away from werewolf by night and oh. yes there you go there you go i'm i'm getting excited and the streets are talking about Werewolf by Night. It's that apparently the streets love it. So, so could we're looking. That that, could you say? Could you say that they're liking it? <laughs> yes, yes. I uh, and we may get to we may get to sample this thing a, a little later in the week, but we will talk to you about mm-hmm. it in due time when it shows up October seventh. And guys, the other thing, real quick. We found out that Wakanda Forever is two hours and 41 minutes, the second longest MCU movie in the history of the MCU. Oh, my goodness gracious. But we'll find out about it in a month. So for for Jake, I'm Anthony Canton III. This has been Marvel Cinematic University. We will talk to you next time.